and we exist. Do you exist? I don't. You exist. I don't know. You do exist. It's very loud. Oh, that's just. That's, that's just because it's awesome. What's oh, with dear. the screen, man? I had a good. You came along. You moved things. You need to move it back. I need to move you back. He's like, I was, I, I grabbed I had the, a good one. I grabbed the screen. I had a good one of good Boombi. And I was like, is the screen all right? And you were like, yeah, I've got it perfect. It was. Well, because what you did is you went. I didn't touch it. You went. Is the screen all right? I didn't is it all touch right? The... Is it all right? Oh my god! I didn't even touch your stupid screen, you idiot. Everybody knows that um, that you complain about me a lot, but I think everybody's starting to um, pick up that uh, it's maybe it's not me. It's more of a you thing. I think everybody's starting to figure that out. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it is? That was a slow pour. It was a slow pour. It was a slow pour. Uh, good like morning, Kalana, Brandon, Nanny, Liv, who's playing The Sims in bed, which I also will be doing later. Once we move this room around, I'll be sitting in bed Simi playing dim, The dim, Sims dim, dim, dim. later. Oh, I pressed record. And you pressed record. I don't I even can... remember doing it. That's be- It's becoming autonomous. Autonomous. That's what happens when you do things over and over and over again. You get good at them. That's right. That's part of my problem. I'm hurting as well, Olivia. Chronic pain, so hurting is no fun. No. Hurting. Poor Liv. Liv's in, in Hurting yeah. hurts. Hurting hurts. Yeah, it does. Mm. That's the annoying thing about it. Good morning, Dimu. Good morning. How's it going? How's it going? It's My going good. My armpits are sweaty, I but I'm on cold. Fire. I was giving you a hug before, and because you know when I hug you, I like to touch as much, much of your of body as possible. As possible. Mm. And so I don't shy from the pits, Mm-mm. but it was not very good. It's wet. Like I, all I have done is have a shower, get dressed, and go to the servo to Alphabet-y get a coffee. wet, sketty you are. And uh, I'm so my like it's wet here. You mm. can like. It's, it's hairy. so lush. Yeah, it's look wet. At the look, it's getting wet here. Look at that. So, I, but I think, who knows? You it could be part of my cycle. yourself go. Or it could be my cycle. Or I did get my period yesterday. So the sweating shouldn't be still going. And I'm feeling a bit off. So I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. So I'm not going anywhere from today onwards because I'm a little bit concerned that I've got some sort of underlying cold. Mm. Because I've been sneezing and I've had a bit of a runny nose, even though that's not a symptom. Well, that's the bit that I've been waiting for. The bit that I've been waiting for is like My when one tickles. of us get it. Yeah. I've had throat tickles. Because that's kind of inevitable. It's inevitable. Really, we are going to get it. Yeah. Like 60 to 80% gonna of the around. population are going to end up with it. But it's just a matter of slowing it down so that we're not all in the hospital or going to the doctors at once mm. and spreading it further. So it's probably not worth, it's probably not worth being like, I'm going to be so healthy I won't get it. But it's probably worth being like, I'm going to be so healthy that when I do get it, I'll be able to handle it. Yeah. yeah. The trick is to stay on top of your mental health and physical health in order yeah, to stay your mental health illness. messes your immune system up. If, mm-hmm. you're, if you're all like, then your tummy's like. Bleh. It's true. Yeah. It's true. We tend to forget that our body and our mind are connected as they are. Yeah. We think of it as one big organism and it's just not. Like you have to put in a lot of effort to keep your mental health going well so that your physical body can also do well. But at the same time, mm. you have to look after your physical body in order to keep your mental health in check. So that's why this morning I got up at 5.30 and did all my homework. You did. So now I only have one thing to do today. And if I don't get it done, it's not the end of the world. So how's your head feel now? Oh, How would you feel now if you hadn't have done that? I'd just be thinking about it the whole time. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. So I got up at 5.30, made myself a cuppa. Mm-hmm. I sat and did a quiz, mm-hmm. which I, according to myself, I did really well. Yes. Really stoked about that. Cool, man. Uh, and I uh, just, yeah, did some last little bits and pieces of things that I needed to have done and I just didn't do because, and yeah, it just, and then we, then I woke you up at 7.30. We exercised, meditated, uh, and now here we are. Yeah. Sat around with the kids for an hour. Yeah. Scrolled on my phone. Yep. Did all that good stuff. So many activities. Yeah, so you got you've got so many activities so in. So if you are at home with kids and there's stuff that you need to be doing and you're like, oh, but I'm kind of on holiday because I'm not going into work or I'm not going into uni, use the time where the kids are asleep, preferably in the morning, not in the yeah. evening. In the evening, you're, you're already fucked. Yeah. You know, you've put up with the kids all day. You've stressed about the things that you haven't been able to do that you needed to get done specifically on deadlines and blah, blah, blah. So you're stressing yourself out all day about that and you get to the night time and then you just, you're exhausted from stressing yourself out. Bye, Tosh. Bye, Layla. Bye-bye. Bye. What if you don't have kids and you still think you get the same issue? Then just get yourself a routine. Stop being a bitch about it. Whoa. <laughs> no, not really. I totally understand. There is no... Oh, you've got toilet paper for Thank us. Thank you, Emily. Keep your toilet paper. We got we got delivered a. Um, Are you sitting in the driveway? Oh, yeah. I think oh. she's in the driveway. Oh, you right. creeper! In the driveway, yeah, you can keep that. Keep she's that. She's picking the kids up. Keep your toilet paper. You might need it. We we got given some yesterday. We're good for the Sean's minute. Sean's parents drove an hour to drop us off yeah. toilet paper. Well, they've got a hookup. They have got a sweet hookup. T P T P H U. Yes. So, it is important. As adults, to be adults in this time because mm-hmm. you could just go, oh, I'm just going to lay around, blah, 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 and then stress about what you didn't get done while the kids are up. Or you could just get up early and just do it, yeah. feel better for it. Yeah. Because you, you will. Wanna... You get to enjoy the kids then. It's the same as exercise. You don't want to do it. And then after you've done it, you're like, I don't have to now. think about it. So now I don't have to stress about studying. Mm. I can do that over the next few days. Which I, is great. We I, don't have to exercise because we already exercised today and we've already meditated. So if we don't fit in the second, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. The tricky thing about transcendental meditation, though, is it's kind of like a, it's a, like one opens the door and one closes the door. So yeah, shut up. if you do too many, so like the, the teachers of <laughs> TM, they're like, if you do too many consecutive days of only opening your door mm-hmm. and not closing it, you're building up potential energy that's going to frustrate you down the line. It's going to make you more frustrated. Mm. Yeah. So get that second one in if you can. If you can. 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the evening. Let's be honest, we haven't done a nighttime one for a very long time. For a very long time. But every time I do... It's the best one. So the morning one's autonomous for us because we're so used to that. Yeah. We just never... And now's our opportunity because one of the reasons that there was never a convenient time to get in the... The second one, mm-hmm. it's like if I do it before I pick the kids up from school, that's still like earlier in the day and I've yeah. got so much left to do. And then if I wait until like you kind of want to do it before you have dinner, yeah. but that's a busy time for us it's, in this house. It's like witching hour. And then it's like, well, then I could do it after the kids go to bed and stuff. But then <laughs> then, you med- then you're also told not to meditate too, too close, close to, to when bedtime. you go to bed either. So it's like, well, so now. Yeah, so now we just don't get around to now, it. Well, now we don't get around to it, but now now it's just like, when, where do you want to put it? Because we don't have school pickup or any of that sort of stuff. So it's like, where are you going to where up, are you gonna shove that? So now we actually Shut can up, pick Sean. the best time. Shut up. We can pick Cherie the best says, time. Hi, friends. Is it summon, isn't Summon Neeks looking gorgeous as ever to you? You know, 
Yeah, get out of our driveway, Emily. No, you can stay in the driveway. No, you if you want to stay in the driveway, you can stay in the, yeah, driveway. the driveway. But thank you. Thank you for the toilet paper offer. We appreciate that. Mm. We may regret well, not it taking it in a, in a while. Yeah, we might. But we're good for now. Um, I'm wearing pyjama pants. This is all an illusion. And, and I got up and I had a shower with my child and mm-hmm. then I did my hair and makeup. I put effort in mm-hmm. for this podcast because it's Friday. Yeah. Whereas all the other days I didn't. So I put makeup on, did my hair. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm like, I want to feel nice today. Yeah. Also, just a reminder and a heads up for our yeah, audio stank. podcast listeners. Sometimes you will hear us speaking to somebody that isn't in the room. That's because we record these live over Facebook. So yes. we have... So we, we will try to read them out first. Yeah. We'll try We'll try and keep it audio only friendly. Yes. But sometimes you'll hear us responding to someone. You'll be like, the fuck are they talking And to? if you want to get involved in that, then you come over here and watch us live so you can be involved in the fun. Yes. These are recorded Monday and Friday <laughs> at 10 a.m. Adelaide, South Australia time. So That's f- right. you just to figure out whatever time that is for you and then you can come and be one of the people that you don't know who we're talking to. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because we are available everywhere. Facebook, YouTube, uh, and all of your audio podcast mm-hmm. platforms. Your mum struggles to get the second meditation in too. It is a harder one to get in, but it is the most rewarding one. So my meditation practice really kicks into gear for me in terms of the benefits when I've been getting that second one in. All then right. I'm really like... Let's do it today I'm then. like, why am I so chill? Why am I so calm? Why am I getting worked up about things? What's going on? I haven't even smoked weed today. Yeah. Um, so we'll try that then. All right, let's try that. Let's set a time. Today. Today. At? What time do we eat dinner usually? It's like 5.30. 6 o'clock. 5.30, 6 o'clock. And lately it's been later. Cool. Let's try for 5. 5 o'clock right, five meditation o'clock. and then we'll make dinner. Then we'll cook dinner. You'll cook me dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And breakfast. That too. Yes. I probably will end up doing that. Uh, Yeah. So that's one thing that I did want to talk about was, you know, just sort your shit out. You'll feel better for it. Why are you being so mean? Well, we get in our own way a lot. I'm not really being mean about it. We get in our own way and it's frustrating for a lot of people because we forget that. We sometimes think that it's external things that are getting in our way, but it's actually ourselves. It's the it's the internal things that we project onto the external to cover up it for our psyche. Yeah, we're like, like I'm not annoyed about this thing inside of inside of me. It's over there. Yeah, there it's it not is. my fault. I'm not doing my homework, kids. It's your fault that you're not doing. I'm not doing my homework. It's your fault, kids, that I'm not getting what I want done. Mm. Take that, kids. It's <laughs> your fault that you should be more important to me than my personal Study. priorities. Yeah, um, of, of personal gain. So it is prioritizing. Mm-hmm. And it is self-care. Like, as much as you wouldn't say that getting up at 5.30 and doing your homework or your work at 5.30 in the morning is self-care, but it is self-care because it looks after your mental state fast later through the day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's forward-reaching. You might not appreciate it at 5.30, but you'll appreciate it at 5.30 p.m. Hey, hey. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's when. And I did push snooze That's just one time. That's the 12-hour switcheroo. 12-hour switcheroo? Yeah, the half-24 switcheroo. Mm, yes. So that's what I did, oh. and I will try and do it continuously until I can't do it anymore. Yeah. 
Keep it up, man. It could be when I'm dead. This is why. This is why I'm. This is why I'm always catching up. Yes. To you. Yes. Mm. So I you got home from yesterday from meditation's the only thing I got on beforehand in terms of like looking after ourselves. Meditation's the only thing I got in before you. Everything else is me. Like, all right, mm-hmm. I'll get up at five. Mm-hmm. All right, it is better. Okay, yeah. it is better. All right, eating this way is better. Uh, okay. Uh, thinking that way is better. Yeah. Neeks, you just are better. Yeah, you're my or- you're my oracle card. Yeah. Mm. Well, yesterday I came home from visiting my gran. We sat far away from each other. I had a scarf wrapped around my face and she gave me her credit card thing, her bank card in a plastic thing because I need to go to the shops for her and I went to go get chicken. There's no fucking chicken for my gran's soup. Stop. Hoarding the chicken. That's because power fish is lobbing them into the rivers. What's a power fish? That dude that goes around <laughs> chucking chickens at people. And he's like, oh, you've had a bit of a mischief. Bit of a mischief. Bit of a mischief. Yes. Uh, he's got all the chickens. So I got home. The dogs. And Sean had Get just finished doing some live videos about musicians in Adelaide. Oh, yeah. Trying to get their live studio setups going so that they could try and make some money. And then you had to then you had I to I had to talk him down off a cliff me. pretty much. You had to be hard yeah, had a hard word on me. Because Sean likes to turn his great ideas and these are great ideas, many great ideas he has, into active plans. And whilst the Ideas are great. Not well, every not, idea is ours to take. Sometimes I just start doing them. Yeah, you just start doing You don't plan it out at all. I just go. You're like, and then you're wondering why it's not working out or blah, blah, blah. However, in this instance. Or why I feel like I don't know where I'm going with it. Yeah, you're so confused and stuff. Yeah. So I came in yesterday and Sean's like, blah, 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 blah ranting off all these ideas. Um, and I was like, oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah. What? This could potentially derail everything. How come? How do I bring him back? (laughs) Yeah. Well, what was going on? Break it down. Break it down. So you get excited by these ideas that you have. I get, well. We all get excited by ideas. Yeah. But also some of my ideas are fueled by this feeling that I have where I'm like, I have to do this for someone. Yes. But the thing was, is that you were getting a bit uh, flustered, you were a bit stressed and irritated by the whole thing because you actually had no plan. Um, and so then I have to come in and be like, all right, what's he doing this for? And then so I have to go, why is he doing this? Why is he doing this when we've already got this thing going that we're doing? So you're already a stay-at-home dad. You're already doing a podcast. You already do live music. You already run so- the social media. You already do the clips. You already feed your wife most meals. You already make me coffees whenever I want. You almost make me snacks whenever I want. You're doing all these things. I already clean up around the house. Yeah. I mind the children. Yeah. You even put on some washing before I saw. I put on washing. Yeah. So you're doing all these things and then you have an idea and you're like, that's a sick idea. I need to do that. But the thing about ideas is that they're not always for us. Mm. The ideas that come into our head the same as our thoughts are not always for us. Yeah. Um, And you get caught up in this because they are great and you want to help. So you want to help all of these um, people who are in situations like you be better at whatever it is that they're doing and you think that you can do that, which you can. But but just because you can doesn't mean you should because you're not taking care of you first mm. because you need – this is – this what we're doing here is new. 
Yeah. And so the what podcast you're saying is, and the music yes, is the, new. Yesterday I had an idea. I got excited by it. It came from a good place. It came from a place of wanting to help people. Um, but the problem with that idea is that I... The problem with some of my ideas that I jump into is that I jump into ideas that are potentially so time consuming and mm-hmm. if you were so here's like I their projects on on their own well they they could be there's no end date to some of the things that I start yeah doing they're things that like well if you start doing this and you start going down that corridor and you do start getting more mm. attention for that sort of thing so the thing that I was doing yesterday was I was getting okay so a couple of nights ago a friend of ours brought their friend around because they wanted to pick my brain about how they were going to go about um, transitioning from being a, a live musician in venues to a musician on the internet. So I had this really awesome chat with this guy. He's named Ben for a few hours that night. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that, I'm like, I knew a lot about that. I had a lot of information to give him. I think I was helpful to him. He's probably going to need my help again. I should help everyone this way. Yeah. And um, says I, the guy who's not doing his own live stream music videos. Exactly. Yeah. So in like who also is out of work. Well, so this is we because we've been talking about a lot about how uh, while all of this is happening, there's an interesting opportunity for a lot of people. Like yes, lots of people are out of work. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is a fucked up situation. Yes, we don't know how long this is going to go for. Yes, this may actually change part of our mm-hmm. culture and society and the way some of our industries and, and whatever run from now on, things that have things that go uh, like services and things that become more remote through this process mm-hmm. as they get uh, uh, probably a bunch of them are going to find out that when things can go back to normal that they, they just might not to. because actually remote Works. remote is just mm. fine, mm. We, you know, yeah. um, for a lot of reasons. So... In this time, and because I know, uh, sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm bogged down and guilted by the knowledge that I have on some things in 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 terms of things like like the mastery process or things like that. Like at some point, I realized that it's just as simple as like you learn at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Um, things happen in their their own time, mm-hmm. etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But whatever you whatever thing within you that you keep feeding that thing will keep getting bigger and better so whether it's music art parenting relationships whatever as long as you are genuinely trying to get better at those things you don't even necessarily need to know how to get better at those things but as long as you keep putting attention and time into those things you're walking down the corridor of that task that mastery and as you do that the uh, opportunities, responsibilities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, pressures, whatever, of Ooh. those things will grow and expand. Yeah. In that, that that saying, no tree can grow to heaven if its roots don't also, also grow, grow down to hell. To hell. So that, that kind of works with everything. If, you're, if you have a project or a thing or like a podcast like this, right, as this podcast becomes more popular and whatever, mm-hmm. the things required to keep it going also will become, be the demands become bigger. Yeah. And so... I get excited, I start doing this thing, which means I start running down this corridor that if I keep going down that corridor, this particular thing, making videos about how to help musicians become musicians online, could end up being the new... Your new job. My new job. But at this point, being that, like, this is a reset button for a lot of people, 
you got to be mindful about what corridors am I going to go down now. So that's where you caught me yesterday. You were like, are you sure you want to go down this corridor? Mm. Because you're standing at the potential of a new corridor to do the one thing that you've always felt like you don't have enough time or opportunity to do. And that that's is right. just create your own art. Yeah. And I don't do that. Do it. And my my need to be liked by lots of people and my need to feel uh, to be to of share. use and to share with lots of people. And I have this you have thing a strong about, like, desire to abandon. share your voice, regardless yeah. of whether it's singing or inform information or um, weird noises. Yeah, uh, you just want to share it, mm-hmm. and I think that that's a that's that's a thing that a lot of people yeah. have. So you were like, you've picked too many corridors at once. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. you don't have to do that, especially because you. You know, we put a lot into this podcast, a lot of effort, a lot of love, blah, blah, blah. And so you, you, you're you, so at me, like not really at me, but you're like, this is what we've got going is a good thing and I think this is where our focus should be. And I'm like, yes, podcast. I agree. Yes. Yeah, we love So this. then when you, when you come up with these other ideas, I'm like, nope. No, you got music and this, and mm-hmm. this is what you're doing. This mm-hmm. is your job now. You mm-hmm. do don't don't you go messing with this. Like I, I need you to keep this podcast floating until I finish my uni degree, so that I can help you keep it afloat. Because by then it'll need help. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you just gotta focus. It'll need help before like, then. like this is the one thing that you have been able to do consistently, other than music, playing music, not organizing other people to play music. For the longest time. Well, because all things are just momentum. That's right. It's all about momentum. So I'd build up, I'd built up a, I'd built up momentum as a live musician. Once you build up the momentum of the amount of places you play, the amount of agents you play for, mm-hmm. the amount of weddings you book off the back of other weddings, yep. all of these things multiply and expand as, mm. as time goes by. And so that's just gone whack and it's just slammed but shut. But it's an opportunity. Which is an opportunity for me to pick a more you're gonna focus. opportune corridor because yeah. though I was super grateful and super lucky to mm-hmm. be able to make the type of money and living and work the minimal amount of time that I did as mm-hmm. a live musician, being a full-time performer singing songs I didn't write is never what I wanted to do. Yeah, you want to write your own songs and perform your own songs live, so fucking do it, you pussy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of it. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. So that's why they say speak things into existence. That's yes. right. Um, that's that video I showed you the other day yeah. with uh, Seth Rogen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. So I'll just read a few comments for play- those playing on Apple Podcasts and the such. Uh, self-care, in times like these, self-care but also mental state is important as well to find the humour. Yes, it is okay to make jokes in this awkward time. I think you have to. I think you have to. Uh, can you do live stream meditation? I have no idea how to do it. We I've been thinking could. about doing that on Instagram. So usually our can morning... we just turn it on live stream? You can live stream on Instagram. Because um, most, most, of, most of our daily activities outside of the podcast are on my Instagram. Yes. Uh, and your Instagram. Yes. So follow us on Instagram. The links are below or the, our, our handles are below. Yeah, we could. We could live stream our meditations so that other people are like, together. all right, look, they're meditating and they look like idiots. Because we, we do, do we could all do it together. That's Who's cool. down for that? Who wants to meditate with what us? What time are we going to meditate tomorrow morning? Are we going to meditate this afternoon with everybody? Because we got an afternoon one. To yeah, get we'll in. live stream it. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Greg. What Welcome up, back. We're glad that you keep coming back. We always get excited yeah. when someone jumps along, and then they come for the next few, and then mm. we're like, "Oh, we sucked you in real good." Greg is an is a lovely addition. 
yes, look, we always need someone with crude humour. So we've been we've been broadcasting every day. For seven days. For seven days straight, which is why we're still in our pyjamas now. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, Party up the top. But. Bedtime at the bottom. We're going back to regular time. I think so. Monday and Friday. Yeah. 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 Because there's only so much you can talk about every day. Well, I don't think so much that we struggle to talk about stuff. But look, we don't want to tie up the line. Mm. You know? Yeah. Maybe there you guys have got other people to talk to. This is the age of the stream. This is the age of the stream. And look, there are, we, we don't wanna we don't wanna eat up all of the te- look, at the moment we're competing with Justin Bieber on Instagram. He's live streaming on Instagram is right he? now. And well, are you for real? Yeah. What am I doing here? Exactly. What am exactly. I doing here? Exactly. The other night I had one hundred views. I'm Good like work, Damn. Man. Well done, dude. Yeah. Did you do epic. your new one yesterday? I haven't I haven't come across it yet. Yes. Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah. And good morning, Simon Johns, if he's still here. Mr. Johns. And Mr. Isolation, Simon Lee. Uh, I'm going to call you Simon Isolation. Simulation. Simon Isolation. Isolation. Greg says, day nine. Yeah, Greg says, day nine of self-isolation. Hands are swollen. Bicep is sore, but kids are still alive. Not sure how much longer I'm going to be alive. Trying to figure out how to sign the kids up for online schooling. Not fun. Maybe I need to smoke a lot more. Mm, Are the kids like, dad, why is the quilt just fucking cemented to the bed? What is going on? (laughs) Yeah. Gross. Mm. Ugh. Mm -hmm. Yuck. That's why he keeps coming back here. You're sexy. You're inspo. You're the inspo. Uh oh. Look, I provide entertainment where I can. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So, choose wisely. Mm. The opportunities are right in front of you right now. And if your life has been massively reset and halted to a grand stop, then this is your opportunity to pick whatever corridor you want to walk down from here. Yeah. Um, and uh, no one no one can tell you that you can't really at this point because everybody, well, a lot of people or majority of people kind of have to um, be adaptable right now. Yeah. So how are you going to adapt? What corridor it, are you going to walk down that is the, like, perfect one for you? And And you can adapt, you know. A lot of people be hesitant to be like, well, I can't do this this way. Uh, you see it a lot on the uni things. I can't do it this way. I can't. It's like you can mm-hmm. and you will and you will change. We assimilate and we're humans and we're very, very adaptable yeah. to changes like that. Even though we don't like it, it does suck and it is hard. Have you noticed that in a time like this, and uh, and this is just me, but have you noticed that in a time like this, <laughs> I feel like before social media, mm-hmm. A situation like this, we would have been glued to the TVs and we would have been desperately waiting for a glimpse of, like, how are famous people and whatever dealing with what's going on right now? Yeah. But I and, – and so back then I would have been all about that because I was all about celebrity, all about fame. I was totally dialed into yeah. that. I wanted to be on Big Brother and all that sort of stuff and whatever. Like, I, I wanted – Fame. I wanted – not so much – fame. I guess yeah, – what is it about that? that I think it was like? more so about, like, like I don't want to watch the show. I want to be on the show. Yeah. You know, like I want to be in that. I want to be what part of that. What do you think that. it is about there's some people who do just want to be the show rather than on I don't part know. of the background, you know? I don't think it's a celebrity thing because I wasn't really aware or caring about that sort of thing when I was way little. But I always... Well, and you still I don't care about normal. it now. Like you don't want fame, fame in the way that people think of fame. No, but I did. 
Yeah, but you don't now. No, I don't now. But you still want your voice But I feel like now I'm, more, I'm much more like I was as a, young, as a kid now than ever b- before. In terms connection of like, with the inner child, mate. Yeah, like my desires, my, like my priorities. I think I've sifted. I think I've done enough counselling, enough therapy, enough drugs, enough reading, not to set me up for life, but to at least have like shaved off all of the unnecessary crap that you pick up between mm-hmm. childhood, adolescence to now, and it's almost like I've gone back to yeah. That's some how innocence. I feel. That's yeah. how I feel. You feel like you reconnect with the the inner workings of who you were as an innocent child, and then as, as you grow up, and especially if you've used psychedelics and in therapeutic se- settings at all, you can kind of strip all that back because a lot of it's thrown on you. It's like it's like you're an old piece of gum, and as you go throughout your life you get lots of bits of hair stuck to you over the time. Yeah. And then as you get, when you get to like a certain age, like in your 30s maybe, mm-hmm. or you get to slowly start pulling all the hairs off so you can eat it again. Pull off the hairs. And that's what like reconnecting with your inner child is kind of like, I find. So like I feel like you just said. Like the lint. Most connected. It's like the lint you yeah, rolled around yeah. and picked up. And so like I feel more connected to my child self than I ever have especially over the last few years. And it is as though, like, all of a sudden, all of this dirty crap was fested on me and I started believing all that dirty fested crap and then I pull it all off. I think all of that is fear-based beliefs. Yes. So I think you're... I think it's natural. Oh, it's natural. It's totally natural. But I think you go through a process. You go through a process when you go through an individuation process in which you um, really sift through carefully and slowly like what all of your beliefs and stuff are and then as you start Mm. peeling them off you are peeling off the ones that you're like actually i don't believe or value that i was just scared into worrying about that thing by people around me by society by blah blah whatever yeah yeah Yeah, so pull off those little bits of hair and lint off your chewy gum body (laughs) and find the inner child so Mm. if you are struggling like mentally or anything just do read some inner child stuff. Well, we've been talking about the corridors. Mm. Yourself, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your own health. That is a corridor you walk down, you know. It's yeah, you have to open that door. You don't just because people do, they push it down and avoid it. Mm. Pushing it down and avoid it. And you mm-hmm. don't actually consider it as a corridor that you can enter. So it's almost like the amount of corridors that you're walking down at one time determines the speed at which you can walk down all of those corridors. Mm. So if you're walking down too many, then you're like multitask, fine. We we can't really help that. But the uh, the excessiveness to your multitasking will limit the speed you go down those corridors. But also the catch is... Mm. Is that you're like, well, I want to race down to the end of the corridor as fast as I can. No. That's not really the goal either because it's all about the journey and not the destination. And it's so wanky. It is so wanky to say that, but that's where people get caught up and myself included. Not anymore, but I used to be waiting for my life to start. And that was part of it. Like I was waiting to get to the end. Why can't I just be finished with this part now so that I can be there now? Mm. But a part of the fun is the actual journey there. And that's why we always have this weird feeling, especially in our 20s, of waiting for our life to start. Mm. Do you think that a big portion of that is um, spending a huge first chunk of our life going, one day I'll be a grown-up and when I'm a grown-up, then I will? Yeah. And yeah. then you're like Because parents are always telling you when you're a grown up. Yeah, yeah. And so then then all of a sudden you are a grown up, but your brain's like, "Hang on. 
Same uh, same organ that's been in here the whole time. <laughs> uh, yeah. When do we start? When when do I know? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's not so clear. Yeah. Mm. So you actually have to just start opening the corridor that looks like the most fun to go down. It's going to be hard, but the, you can't see the end. Well, the, tr- the go down the corridor that you can't <laughs> see the end of. Yeah. Well, the tricky thing, no, the the awesome thing is, is that you kind of already know what it is, right? And some people are like, I don't have a thing. Are you talking about corridor? The corridor, you know, like your corridor. So it's like, follow your intuition. What what are you attracted to? What is asking for your attention? Just follow that, Mm. you know, like, what do you watch? So like, say, for example, if I wasn't, if I hadn't been a musician all my life, I didn't have that hanging over me. The interests that I, I spend a lot of my time on now is I'm one of those people that can't help but watch heaps of hype videos about, like, the 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 mm. um, movie industry and yeah. stuff. Particularly, like, so the movie industry, the mainstream movie industry is definitely all about yeah, superheroes you, and Marvel and all that sort of yeah. stuff. And I love all, like, the industry inside of Goss yeah, there. Do. To the point where, because that's a corridor... Even just as a viewer, I've been going down that corridor such a long time, I understand what a producer does and what an executive producer does and what a director does and yeah, what the screenwriter does ends. and the director of photography and the, the, the script writing process and stuff. And I've got getting this, developing this understanding of this whole process. And if I didn't have other corridors that I'm already um, attached to, mm-hmm. then that's the corridor that I would start. I can't stop. Like being you interested in this stuff, so I guess I better start trying to make some of these, or start writing some scripts, or start, you know, yeah. like uh, pick up a camera or whatever, you know, like what, where, or do I want to start acting or whatever, you know, like your interest, the things you can't put down. Yeah. yeah, those little things where you find yourself drawn to, like when you're going down a rabbit hole mm-hmm. and you keep going back down that same rabbit hole. Yeah, then that's probably the one it. you, you should just can't follow. Help it. And and the reason you want to pick those ones is because. So, when, when I, whether I'm in a good mood or a shitty mood, if one of those videos that is totally in line with my interest pops up, I'll probably watch it, which means that if I'm in a good mood or a shit mood, I'll probably still participate in that corridor. Yeah. I'll still be happy to go down that yeah. corridor. Even if you think you're not in the mood. Yeah. Not in the mood for that, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Mm. I like it. Mm. And you can kind of really do that for anything. And, and... Um, watch out for this because it'll be super, super slippery, right? Because even I had this experience. So I've had this constant ongoing battle my entire life with myself that stop trying to be a musician. That is a selfish pursuit. Stop yeah. trying to do that. So I have this guilt thing, right? So I even had this one epic, amazing breakthrough psychedelic experience on DMT. And the DMT experience, uh, I went in with a question like, what am I meant to do? And the answer that came back to me was, whatever you want. (laughs) And my mind first went, well, we want to do music. And then as my ego was quickly reforming itself, it very quickly went, no, you don't. You don't want to do that. Just get that idea right out of here. That's painful. Move that out Mm -hmm. out the way. You don't want that. Um, And so you'll be doing the same thing. If you're sitting here and you're like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where to put my put my time. My career's over. I don't know how long for. Maybe permanently. I don't know what to do. Maybe you're really good at drawing boobies. Maybe you're really good at drawing boobies. But your mind's going to go this thing, Mm -hmm. and it's just going to be a little bubble. And it will actually be, if you spend enough time on it, thinking about it, you'd be like, that'd be the 
fucking sickest thing for me to do ever. But your mind's just going to go, what about this thing? And this well-trained, conditioned part of yourself is going to go, no, not that. Don't be stupid. Don't that. Don't be stupid. Don't be idiot. Who do you think you are? Yeah. Idiot. If that happens... That's, that's your that's corridor. a lie. That's your corridor. Yeah, that's your ego that's lying your at you. Mm-hmm. And your one purpose yeah, smack it away. in this entire life is to go down that corridor. Yeah, people don't know where that corridor is, though. Mm-hmm. So look, have a look. Maybe well, in our meditation later, it'll pop up. Because well, there's things, there's things that we do as part of our species, and then there's things that we do as part of the individual that we are. You mm. know, so like, like, like. Even though, even 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 though you have become the focal point of my entire <laughs> life, like you're just my favorite yeah, thing in the whole planet. Yeah. But I, the the connection that we have is a is like, I feel like our relationship and our situation is species related. We're just lo- mm. we're just behaving within our species. Yeah. But the individual things that we do, our own personal interests, the things that you do that are just for you, and the things that I do that are just for me. That's that's purpose. That's your individual mm. purpose, you know. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, I know that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yes. <laughs> Good one. Kalana has left us some comments, which I will read out. Go for it. Yeah, humans are very much adaptive and resilient. Sure, we got our faults and imperfections, but it's what makes us individuals and as individuals unique. Mm. I wear three dollar XL shirts, a night shirt, and no pants. Well, I would. I would. My view is that there may be a such thing as a fate or destiny, but what it's what we make of it as we age and grow. We make as we age and grow, we make decisions that take us to who knows where we all are. We all have our own life journey. I might have read that terribly, I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, we all have our own life journey and some sometimes we get a little bit lost um by the pressures of the worlds that we live in. And now that that pressure is taken away, we guess we've got a lot more time to do what you want. Yeah. If you're not in the essential services. That well, that's is. the big question. That's the big question, really. Like, like, What do you want? It's not about, well, because you've got to pick something that's just outside of your reach, really. Because if you're already good if at it's drawing too boobies. attainable and it's too achievable, then you've got nowhere to go after that. Yeah. Like I, I did my placement counselling people uh, in palliative care mm-hmm. and in um, retirement facility. Yeah. And so I spent time with people who had nothing left to do mm. and they were fucking miserable. Yeah. Because there was nothing left they to do. They spent their whole lives working. And some of these guys, like it's heartbreaking, like some of the stuff that they would tell you, you know, but like they would just rather be dead. They're just waiting to die. You know, in fact, some of them, sometimes they would say that um, they're already dead. Mm. You know, like their life is over. They're, they're, they're done. God. I best That's start learning bleak. to paint boobies. Mm. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, so, again, so, like, um, you're not picking goals to achieve something and then you can just rest from there and be like, well, I'm satisfied. I'm, done now. I'm satisfied now because I've seen how that goes and and the ones look sometimes they're still lonely like they of course you're a human you're a human being at any stage you're going to have experiences or or and 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 change between positive and negative emotions that is just the how it works yeah that is just the wavelength of your existence you're never going to get away from that but there were the ones that um locked themselves down in their rooms in their beds 
that segregated themselves from their families that had that were just waiting to die and it was long and it was excruciating and it was painful and it was difficult for everyone and there's the ones and sometimes funnily enough there were the ones with the with the least like family or contact or whatever i don't know how that comes into it but that was just an interesting observation that the ones that were still reading books the ones that were still interested mm. in what was going on out there the mm. ones that i don't know just still had a thirst for something there was this mm. woman i really wish i could remember her name now um but she probably ethel something like that they're all that something like or they're beatrice all ethel, or might beatrice. have been a beatrice she was fucking hilarious, man. She's like, she had a room full of books. She still oh, she's ha- the one who gave me the philosophy book. No, that's uh. not her. That's another one. Um, which I have read now. Which you have her. read, yeah. Uh, no, um, yeah, I don't know. She just still had an, inter- an interest, an interest to learn mm-hmm. something. It was, just, yeah, it was right. just a distinct difference. There was the ones that were like done with their life, done with the world, done with the changes, like just mm-hmm. waiting, just like come and take me. And the other ones that were like, no, like... I'm going to be learning. I'm going to be, you know, like. They talk about this in um, lifespan development. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So when you get to a certain part in your life, it's, usually it's over the 80s, mm-hmm. there's um, two different types of older generation. There's the stagnant um there's the stagnant ones and there's the gener. it's called like stagnant and generativity type thing or something. Mm-hmm. Can't remember exactly. I've not focused too much on it in my study, but um, some of them will look back on their lives and be bitter. And this is where the angry old people that you do see are. They're bitter. They look back on their life and they regret everything. Mm-hmm. Then they have the other ones. They've worked hard their whole life, but they still regret it. You know, their family's still around, but they still fucking regret it and everything's shit. Mm-hmm. You know, but, and they're the ones who have like just just lost it all. You know, that. but then there's this other side. There's these other elderly people who um, want to leave something behind regardless of how they do it. They want to leave things behind. They want to be remembered. They are active in trying to still do that even mm. when they're old. Mm-hmm. So these are the two contrasting types and that's pretty much just it. There's the ones who are thankful and are thankful for the life that they've lived mm-hmm. and continue to live that way even though they're, they're having to shift the goalposts yeah. and they're having to change the way well, they do things. Think- the other ones generally get sicker and die quicker. Yeah. Well, you would think as well that like, oh, uh, well, it must be hard for some because some of them just don't have many family that come and visit them and stuff like that. And I can tell you without without any hesitation that some of the most upset um, <laughs> residents of a residential <laughs> facility are the ones that do frequently have family come and visit them. And the ones who that... Who was that lady who was like, I hope you just wish you'd leave her husband? Wasn't there one who was like, where he's like, oh. No, there was a guy, there was a guy who was in palliative care who I was counselling uh, as he was dying. Like mm. I was counselling this dude as he was slipping off and the last things he said to me which might have only been like an hour or so before he died was i am so disappointed in my son he's ruining his marriage they were getting divorced or something Mm -hmm. midway through a divorce i think he's making a humongous mistake and that Mm. was that that he he died on that like what are you gonna say before you die um, i need to take a shit Wait, wait, I need to take a shit. Wait a is minute. that going to be the, that's what yours is going to be? No, I think I'll be dying and I'll be like, 
But in my next video, like or share. Yeah. And then you'll come back to be like, give me a thumbs up so I know you like me. Yeah. 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 I'll have your I'll have your thoughts and prayers, please. I'll take them now. Yeah. I'll take them now. They're good enough for me now. Yeah. Thoughts mm. and prayers are like spiritual likes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take them to the next place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh oh so what it was. Yes. Was. Yeah. The ones that so like once you get to the point where you're living in a residential facility, there are a lot of things that are off the table to you now. Yeah. You know, like some sometimes maybe early sex. stage. No, that's not off the table. <laughs> that doesn't go off the table at all. Um, <laughs> you'll be like, I forgot to press record. No, I have press record. Yeah, but she's saying when you die. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, forgot I forgot to, to press, press record. Good one, mum. The ones that do the best in there are the ones that take an interest in where they are. Yeah, because you're just going to make the most of where you are. Yeah. Like you might be in an environment that you're not stoked to be in, but if you make the most of it, it's got to be better than not. Yeah. Like this one woman, the one that I was telling you about, the one that had like just awesome stories. She didn't seem to have a lot of family or visitors Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, She had um, relatives that lived in other states, I think, but they were also elderly aging and maybe also in, in, in sort of some sort of facility type care themselves. Um, and she just took an interest in the magpie in the garden that nobody else used. They had this nice garden and stuff set up and whatever, but nobody would ever use it. You Hmm. know, like a lot of people recluse themselves in those, in those setups and the one, and a lot of people that don't recluse themselves, other ones that are the reason the other people are reclusing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but they would just take an interest, an, an interest in where they were, not not like how this place should be better or this meal should be better or this should that or whatever, like just taking an interest and participating in where they lived. So this this one woman, she was like, ah, we need a bird bath. So she ended up getting a bird bath yeah. and whatever. And then she then we needed a hose. So she managed to talk the dude into installing a hose out in the garden. And then she's got a bird bath for the oh, birds. so cute. And she's friends with the birds. And then it gives her something to talk to me about because she's got things that are happening on a day-to-day Wasn't basis. There I'm not going in there in the and, garden? Hey? Wasn't there someone who shit in that garden? I don't remember that. Oh, Maybe that was at mum's. Sometimes there were dogs that would come there, little dogs. Because yeah. the astroturf as well was in real garden. There's a dog shitting in our garden, by the way. Right now? At the front yard? <laughs> no, I can't smell it. <laughs> like, what do you think I can smell through the windows? Al- yeah, how did you know? Uh, so the last couple mornings I've gone out to the car, mm. there's been shits on the grass, dog shits, little, a little dog, not our dog, and they're not cats because cats poo on the gravel. I know who it is. Do you? It's that dude. What dude? You know the with the, the Labrador. Yeah. No, these are not Labrador dog shits. Labradumps. But they're right next to where we hop in the car. One of them's been stepped in already. There's three of them in a row. One's the oldest to the freshest. So he's started up the top and he's making his way down. Whoever's walking their dog in our yard, stop doing that. What the shit? <sighs> That's Be- not right. Bimo Eni eats other cat shits, not other people's dogs. All right. Right. So come and clean up your poop. Yeah. Not right. That's all right, Brandon. You did forget to turn your mic on for your last podcast. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but that's okay. So if we just let Bimo out there for a, a minute or she two every morning, eat. she'll clear him up? No, I don't think so. She just likes the cat ones. <sighs> gross. I was like, this is disgusting. Gross. Mm, it was a bit gross. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. You were deep in the conversation there. Well, I mean, the analogy there that you can roll back there from it. I see where you're going with this. Is what did I learn from my time living with 
living with, working with counselling um, and just hearing out people at the end of their life, that um, at any point in time, regardless of what your situation is, regardless of what you do and don't have control of, if you take an interest in the life you're living, mm. regardless of if it's the way you think it should or should not be, then make life the is more interesting. It. Yeah, you just need to make, you literally need to make the most of your surroundings. Take an interest, yeah. Take an interest in where you are mm-hmm. and accept it. Do you think that, like, you accept could say it accept it and then find it and out then, what you can change? So, like, yeah, Beatrice, yeah. she accepted where she was and she looked for things that avenues she liked, yeah. that she could have an influence on. How mm-hmm. can I influence where I live so that I'm not just being we did that yesterday by where I live? We did that yesterday because mm-hmm. we're housebound. So, you went and got activities. Yeah, I got. I and got then BMO ruined set up. it. Yeah, BMO broke the badminton set. She snapped one of the poles in half. And we were all playing outside together for the first time. She got so excited that we were all together as a family playing in the backyard that she just went mental. By the way, ran around the yard worst game of badminton I've ever played. Yeah, but it was great. Oh my god, it took so long just to get one hit. Yeah, but we got five in a row <laughs> between four of us at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have Leto on your turn, team. On your team. On your team. Mm. He ruins it. Uh, Greg says, my labor used to walk her dog and I let it shit on my front lawn until I scooped it up and threw it at her front door. <laughs> <laughs> when I find out whose dog it is, I'm going to be throwing it. Is kangaroo boxing inactivity? An no. activity? An activity. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do it. They're better at it than we are. They're way better at it than way we are. Did you, did you see that guy they who punched? large talons. Remember the guy who punched that kangaroo in the head? Because yeah, it was fighting was his like, dog? Oh, uh, shit. Look, I never would encourage. I think he got fined. Yeah, he did. Because he was a nature. He worked there, I think. I was like, I don't know. Anyway, uh, he punched a kangaroo in the head because it was having a go at his dog. Yeah. So well, no, I think so I probably would have responded in a similar way. The video was, if you <laughs> haven't seen it dog. before, you've probably seen it before, but the video was this it's guy, funny. this park rangery dude or something, he's out and about in, With his in the bush wilderness and he, he scrolls over and this like six foot something, like, because if type kangaroo. in, just, just Google buff kangaroo. Not right now, wait till after. When you've got a chance. Google buff kangaroo, Google image search buff kangaroo. That's not Photoshop. That's, That's how so ripped they are. They have like these humongous pectoral muscles, these huge biceps. Like they, they literally box. I've heard that in New South, not New South Wales, in like the Northern Territory in WA, they will they will stalk women. Uh huh. I've heard that they like follow you around. Yeah. Touching you up. Me too, kangaroo. Um, <laughs> kangaroo, me too. Kangaroo, me too. <laughs> oh, the dog had to go at the kangaroo first, your mum says. Yeah, the dog yeah, has to go. Of course. The dog goes up. Uh, goes off at this kangaroo. The kangaroo Grabs. puts the dog in a headlock. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to fuck you up. And then the guy comes over. He's like yelling and screaming. The kangaroo lets go of the dog. And then the kangaroo just like stands up, squares off against this guy. And this guy's like... All right, we're doing this. Uh, and he cracks the kangaroo in the face, and the kangaroo's like, wasn't expecting that. That was a pretty good hit, actually. Good you be- on you. You better run away. I might kill you now. And then the guy's like, let's not do this. And then he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> it was entertaining, but don't recommend it. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. That dude got off very lucky. That kangaroo. I do find kangaroos creepy. Because they can rip your stomach open, can't they? They're so aggressive when, like, you go to that nature place down at 
Whoop, whoop, there, near and beer, we're in berry, whatever it's called. Yeah, blackberry. Their kangaroos are intense. Yeah. They come up to you and they're like, and they're the take ones. your bag from you. You're like, <laughs> just have it. Kangaroos are just anyway. pushy goats that are a bit more interesting to look at. Yeah, the weird fat tails. Mm. Yeah, it's true. So, <laughs> what's on the agenda for today? Yeah, kangaroo boxing kangaroos is is, cu- is, is funny in hindsight. Probably not. Probably not. Probably Same. not worth trying. No, I wouldn't do it. Don't do it. All right, yeah. Greg. And you will end up being videoed, and then they'll just like name and shame you, <gasps> and uh, and then Ricky Gervais will share some post about you, and then you're and fucked. Then, uh, once Ricky Gervais, once Ricky Gervais gets the animal cruelty eye on you, you're fucked. And Brand, um, what's his name? Brand. Brandon. No. Come on. What is his name? Who? He's like comedy Amy Winehouse, but not dead. Russell Brand. Oh, Russell Brand. Comedy okay. Amy Winehouse, yeah. but yeah. Russell Brand's not much of a namer and shamer, is he? No, nah, but you'd end up on there and he'd be like, oh, doing a funny little thing oh, about yeah, yeah, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Most people will probably be on the side of the kangaroo, not you. Yeah, that's the thing when it comes to animals. Arambira. Arambilla, thank you. Arambilla. Mm. I never knew it was Arambilla. Mm-hmm. How's that? It's been there forever. Don't know, mate. Don't know. Well, they used they don't put kangaroos on TV shows like they used to. Remember that time there was that kids show in Australia, and um, Skippy. No, it wasn't Skippy. So there's Skippy, Skippy but there was a show. It was kind of like Agro's Cartoon Connection type thing, and they had like a dude in a big like costume, and then the like kangaroo was like trying to kill it. Really? Yeah. I need to Google that later. Yeah, I was trying to mate with it. Oh, I was trying to kill it. (laughs) Probably a bit of both. Yeah, bit of both. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey. Aggressively passionate. Aggressively passionate, indeed. Mm. Um, so, I know kangaroos are a no-go. Don't want them as a pet. But what about koala bears? Koala Pretty bears vicious and worse. they'll piss on you. Koala bears, they're drop bears. They're vicious. Yeah. So They can look, they're cuddly and they're cute, but they do scratch you up. One thing I see all the time when I'm coming home, say if I do a gig somewhere and I'm out and about and then I'm driving home and it's a couple hours drive, and it's late at night, it's like one o'clock in the morning and I'll be coming off the freeway and like eight out of ten times there'll be some cars pulled over on the side of the road with some people standing around a koala that's just sitting there on the street and you think, <laughs> They're all like, why don't they just shuffle it along? Why don't they just shuffle it along? Because that thing will rip your fucking hands off. <laughs> they can be vicious. They yeah. are Especially insane. if they're protecting their babies. Have you ever but you heard can- what they sound like? Yeah, but that's when they're mating. You sound very that's similar. That's the mating call. They're you like. S- <laughs> Sounds just like Sean when he's mating. Yeah. They are so cute. But, yeah, generally people don't pick them up. Like they're if you saw one out in the cute. wild, you wouldn't pick them up. You'd just go to the zoo place and let the zookeeper put it on you and then mm-hmm. it would piss on you and you never want to touch it again mm-hmm. anyway. They're I've cute. never actually held one. They're cute, like the sci-fi creatures. Cute, you know the little the, the sci-fi creature in the sci-fi movie, and they're like, "It's cute, it's cute," and they go to pat it, and it just goes. I'll show you, cute. That's a koala bear. Do you have coffee left? A little bit. I still have some in here too. What? Do I have more than you? Yeah, man. Really? Ah. Mm-hmm. I'm but so I happy need to about do that. A wee. Happier than I should be. I'm gonna go, so you can do some filler. All Talk right. about your dates or something. <laughs> Me dates. I don't have any. 
I don't have. <laughs> I don't have. I don't. Well, I will plug this little. <laughs> speaking of ideas, here's an idea that I have. So I don't have any gigs, but I am planning a remote world tour, in which I will be doing a remote from my house world tour, and I want to come and tour wherever you are. So Greg's up in New York, so we'll be doing a gig in New York. Uh, and then we've got uh, Kalana. Where are you from? You're in the states, but I can't remember where from. But anyway, a remote live world tour, projected twin world tour. Um, so we're going to have fun. We're going to um, do some live streams uh, that are specific to certain regions and parts of the of the world. And uh, if I can't actually tour, then I'm just going to do a tour anyway. Mr. Fly is back. Mr. Fly always returns whenever I'm on camera by myself. Now, where are those cards? I'm going to do a sneaky reading while she's not here. Connecticut. All right, cool. So we're coming to New York. We're coming to Connecticut. We're coming to Queensland and Brisbane. I know a few of you in here are from there. I'll be doing a show in Adelaide, South Australia. Um, and apart from that, not really sure. So, if you're excited by that, go and check out my website, projectedtwin.net. Maybe you've never heard my music before or seen my videos or seen me perform or whatever, and you can go click on that and check it out. And then you'd be like, oh, yeah, I want to I wanna be part of your part of your remote world tour. That sounds really interesting and amazing, Sean. I can't wait to do that. Tell me what's that going to be like. Will there be a tour shirt? Of course there'll be a tour shirt. What kind of a tour are we going to have if we don't have a tour shirt? How'd you go? Good. She's back. Oh, yeah. How do you do this? How do you do that? Harlequin just likes making families and that's it. She doesn't like playing it out. It's really hard to play The Sims And then she lets them wallow in their own shit. Oh, my God. Yesterday, so I got The Sims. It's been my favourite game since I was about a teenager. Mm -hmm. I used to play it at home Mm -hmm. all the time. I spent hours doing that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so Sean finally, well, I never asked, but I bought it the other day because my friend Liv's been playing it, so I got a bit of envy... And so Harla and I have been playing it. I can't. So I opened up the world. You can't play it with her. No. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm going to have to force myself. Which you thought it was going to be this cute thing you guys were going to do together. Not cute. So stressful. Mm -hmm. She, (laughs) the funniest part about it, she creates these like families and stuff. But she puts them in a house that kind of resembles a house. There's no walls. There's no carpet. It's mm-hmm. just on dirt or sand. And then she creates this one mum with about six kids, mm-hmm. but no toilet, no kitchen, and no showering facilities. So is that going to be her in her 20s? And I went in there. I was like, how oh, are all these babies are about to die? Yeah. So I had to, like, put walls, flooring, build a kitchen. She only had, like, a very small budget because she'd already blown on making this giant house with about $400 houses, which I had to sell for $1,200 each. So then we had enough money to to build the rest of the house. But then she's like, no, I'm bored with this one. Let's make a new family just like Indies. And I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. But I just started in this one. We can do this. We hired so a nanny. Mum's going to go to work. Not only is she, is she, is she um, 
Not only is she subjecting one household one family to co- poor socioeconomic conditioning, Standards. she's building an entire community <laughs> of slums. Yes, and then another one of her families, as I came on, as she's like doing something, her kids were taken away. Yeah. And then I was like, Harlequin, what are you doing? They're all dying. And then the parents, they're not very happy when their kids get taken they're away. They're not. No. And it's their fault, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's Harla's fault. So I can't play that game seriously. I have to wait till she goes to bed. When she goes to bed, then I can play it serious and get jobs yeah. and, like, you know, put the right rug in and, mm-hmm. like, you know, make it a functional life, mm-hmm. make friends, have parties. Well, we started season one last night on my Instagram story of the Dimu Sims. Yeah. Yeah. So the, we've created a family. It's just Sean and I. We don't have any kids. We don't have any kids. Got jobs. We're walking down whatever fucking corridor. Do you know what I put in the spare bedroom? What did you put in the spare bedroom? A laptop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of taking the bed out. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know. Um. Later. Oh, they even had sex, didn't they? They sure did. They sure did. Yep. One thing. You're a little bit too tall. You're the same height. Yeah. How do you make them shorter? I guess when you when you first set them up, you probably can't make her shorter now. It's awkward. But I think we've done a pretty good job of making Sims that kind of re- that resemble us. I think mine looks nothing like me. I'm I way hotter in real life. a lot like you. Mm-hmm. I, think it, I think it totally nails your hotness. Chuck, on, chuck a nice little black number on her and then see how you feel. Okay. All right. Chuck a What's little black What's with our stupid picture? What stupid picture? You just noticed. Bug diving... Kryptonite mining Superman's back. But I don't want him back. Yeah. Nobody else noticed either. No. <sighs> what, guys? You're supposed to be supporting me here mm-hmm. and look what you've done. Mm-hmm. Even, it just doesn't look as good. Even gods like Superman have to have to pick bugs. Better you don't have corona. Where are we going to put that now that you've... I don't know. When we remove the bedroom it. around today, we'll suss it, oh, won't we? yeah. We'll have to suss it all out. I'm going to mm. move the bedroom around. It's mm. going to be great. Dead set. Greg said, get in touch with me. Let me know when you're going to do your show. If time works, maybe I can get you put out on Gov's radio also. Who are you, well, I can Greg? Def- Who I can- are you? Yes, Greg, I appreciate that Who and I will. You? I can definitely make the time work. That's part of my world tour. Part mm. of my world tour is meaning that if I'm going to be performing in New York, then it will be at a New York appropriate time. Or if I'm in Connecticut, it will be a Connecticut appropriate time. might be a very inappropriate so time in- for me, but hey, tour And the rest is a tour. of the family. Yeah. Yeah. That's touring. That's just the touring lifestyle. Yeah. I don't have to get, get So this is to. like a touring bus. This is the tour bus. It just doesn't have wheels. Is this the... Are these the driver's seats? <laughs> kind of. There we are. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Can you guys hear Bemo snoring oh, on our bed? Keep keep this ship running for the Hang next. <laughs> yeah, what? You can see it metering. <laughs> yes. Can't hear it, guys. <laughs> Sorry for the ah. podcast listeners. There she goes. It's just a guy with a lot of connections. How come you have such connections, Greg? What did you do with your life before? Yeah. Have to Facebook stalk you later. Mm. Um, so are you. That's good. I'm a girl with a lot of connections, just not ones that are useful. Yeah. You know. So let us know in the comments as well, by the way, wherever you are watching this, whether it be live or in the replay or in the audio, if there is a comment thing there, let us know, like, what, what corridors are you potentially going to be going down mm. from this point in your mm-hmm, life? Mm-hmm. And uh, how do we 
I think if I wasn't studying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I, would you be doing if you hadn't already started walking down that corridor? I would be throwing myself more into Hey Dimu mm-hmm. and APS stuff. Mm-hmm. I would like ideally that would be if I could do it all. That's the APS what I would do. Being the Australian Psychedelic Society. Yes, yeah, so I volunteer for the APS. Um, I write their newsletters. I do some of their social media. I'm the social media manager who's doing a terrible job at the moment. We're all we're all pitching in um, whilst I get new volunteers, which mm-hmm. proves harder than you imagine. Um, and um, I just really enjoy social media you know, volunteers is a tough one because you want somebody that's good at something. <sighs> And you want them to do it for nothing. And you want them to be reliable because you need to, like, I just need four four random people who are only going to do social media, who are passionate about social media, passionate about psychedelics, passionate about communication, and passionate about reading all of the re- most latest research and articles and stuff like that. You'd think it was easy. It's very hard to find four people well, and ha- communicate yeah. with all of them and try to get everyone on the same page at the same time. Because what we also need is somebody who has a neutral voice and has, isn't going to try and sway conversation one way or another. Or get into arguments in the comments. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So so much to think about. Yeah, and I, I actually really do enjoy all of the work that I do for the APS. Mm-hmm. Um, but uni has to take priority over that and this for the time being and once that's all over then i will throw myself further into it and get things more of a ball rolling but if i didn't have uni that is definitely where i'd be putting my focus Mm, there kind of is no aps right now well then yeah we're still trying to we just don't have events we're going to be doing webinars yep um, so we're just trying to figure out what the best ways to host webinars and that sort of thing mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So it, it should be really interesting once it gets going because a lot more people will be able to attend because it's not we're not limited by going places. So people from Adelaide will be able to attend the, the talks that go on in Sydney, for example. Mm-hmm. So I'll be able to attend those ones because they're all online. So it'll be really cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, g'day, Ian. Ian. Greg says, the last time I did psychedelics, I was chasing the little green guy. Gazoo. Gazoo from the Flintstones. Don't remember Gazoo. Through the field trying to catch him. (laughs) Tell us, Greg. For the whole time. Did you catch him? Did you catch Gazoo? Did you catch him? Did you catch Gazoo? And then what happened? Mm. Then what happened? What happened after that? (coughs) Yes. So that is what I would be doing. Yeah. So if you want to know more about the Australian Psychedelic Society, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Australian Psychedelic Society. Sign up for the newsletter. Um, and, uh, well, when the world goes back to normal, we'll have some public events like film screenings and things, and panels yeah, and been stuff postponed. that we set up. They will be postponed for now, but it sounds like there will be some Next year, I would say. Yeah, there will be a lot of alternatives. But for now, the live in-person events will probably be, I'm going to say, 2021 now. Because mm-hmm. we're not even sure if the Psychedelic Conference is going forward either. Right. So I don't know whether I'll be going to that because nobody will be able to, um, nobody will be able to fly over here. Because there's yeah. a lot of keynote speakers from from MAPS and... Mm-hmm all of those places, Imperial College. So they won't be able to fly here and those were the people I was going to see, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. So now um, just let me down. Good one, Corona. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens yep. in November. So much spare petrol. So much spare petrol. All the spare say, petrol. It's such a shame it's so cheap as well. 
be filling up all of our gallondies. So for those that were wondering if Greg did catch the little green dude gazoo, he did not. He tried for hours, never caught him. True story. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. One day, man. One day. One day, man. Next time. Um... Not really an opportune time to do psychedelics if you have children I ac- right now. I actually read an article about that this morning. Oh, yeah, what's so, up? And I shared it on the APS. It's mm. not up yet. It won't be up for a few days. Uh, it was an article talking, because a lot of people will be using this time to use psychedelics. People who are experienced, I think that that's a totally okay thing to do. I, I think that it would be a great experience in a time like this if you've already been using psychedelics and you feel safe and um, have the support to do so. Have the TV and the social media off if you're going to do it, though. That's what this article was talking about. It's like this might seem like an ideal time to try psychedelics for the first time. However, where you're at mentally with the situation that you're in, depending on who you are, could influence how that trip ends up going Mm -hmm. um and any little thing so if you are deciding to trip for the first time during this period which i know a lot of people will despite advice make sure that you have a trip sitter there or someone who knows what they're doing and ensure that your set in here and your setting around here are good and free from any news and media that we are currently experiencing. Because even though you might not think that you're overly stressed about the coronavirus or anything like that, unconsciously you might. Yeah. So yesterday you were experiencing a little bit of stress because of all of this and you didn't realise that you were actually stressed about all of this stuff that's going on. It sneaks up on you. And psychedelics can and will bring that out in you if if that is something that's going on in the background. So perhaps yeah. a meditation beforehand, that kind of thing would be well, really, really beneficial. It tends really to beneficial. like to shed light on the darker things. Yeah. Um, but obviously also if you have kids, don't do psychedelics with kids at home. That's mm-hmm. a terrible idea. I heard about some dudes, it might have even been Joe Rogan, um, who when September 11 happened, they were mm-hmm. in New York at the time watching on the news and they'd mm. accidentally done a bunch of shrooms. Wait, is this the story I told you? Might have been. They've done a bunch wrong. of... Sh- hey? It's wrong. What was it? So there was a bunch of two guys who decided to trip on LSD. Yeah. So they went and sat on the rooftop oh, okay, of yeah. their apartment in Brooklyn. Yeah. So they're sitting on the rooftop in Brooklyn facing New York and they just watching, watching from the thing, got perfect views and all of a sudden... They just hear this bang and they see the plane fly into the building and watch it all go down from the top of a building whilst tripping. Oh, that would have been horrible. All these people from their building came up to the roof and they're all sitting there and they're tripping balls. They're taking like two or three tabs or something and they're tripping while watching this whole thing unfold. And then the second plane comes and they're just like, what the hell is going on? Really intense experience. So probably just calm down. Okay. No, a different. I had a different story. Oh, you had a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a bunch of comedians, can't remember specifically which one, were sitting around together just hanging out. They decided to do shrooms together that day, turn on the TV and then saw what was happening and then they were like, fuck, we're going to war. I don't want to go to war. Oh, my God, I'm going to be in war. And they were like freaking out about like oh. being conscripted and going yeah. to war and stuff. Yeah. And it just wasn't a good time. No, no, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be. So that's where your set and setting is really, really important. Mm-hmm. And if you're not an experienced tripper, then probably avoid it just in this next few months, perhaps. Mm -hmm. And especially if you have kids. 
Mm-hmm. But if you do have to, trip safely and make sure that someone knows that you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's important. Um, we were talking earlier before another heavy, heavy subject. We were talking about like um, – we started talking about before mm. we came on today the people that are either because uh, there's a lot of talk in our country at the moment about potential lockdown. Yes. Even though we don't have an, an official lockdown happening, a lot of people are isolating themselves and locking themselves down. There already has been some um, monetary penalization and stuff for yep. people that have been found positive <laughs> yes. and stuff that have been found out and about. So yeah, they're getting a $1,000 fine. So the enforcement has started. This is the bit that I was waiting for. It's like when are they actually going to start enforcing they're making- people to stay home they're making um what's it called when you make an example of people they're making yeah. examples of people already they've already find a hairdresser five thousand dollars for staying open. well at the moment so they're enforcing people that have um that are meant to be in some sort of like forced quarantine or they've tested positive or whatever yeah. so at the moment they're enforcing people with the virus to stay home i'm quietly um hopefully it doesn't get to that quietly waiting for the moment where they actually start just enforcing anyone and everyone to stay at home. Mm. And then there are penalizations for not leaving, etc. That's how the government makes their money back. What are you doing out <laughs> here? Revenue raising. Yeah, revenue raising. Yeah, sure. Like, what are you doing out here? I was just watering my garden. Yeah, Get well, inside. Here's your thousand dollars. But it's 2031. Um, <laughs> Still a problem. Get gone. inside. It's gone. This is how they keep us in the dome. <laughs> yeah, this, are they domes. building the dome? Maybe they're building a dome. Oh, my God. We did die in 2012. This is hell. Yeah. Uh, oh we were God. talking about how this is going to be an interesting opportunity. So with um, we – how do I say this delicately? We were aware of someone that we know of yesterday that was in a domestically violent situation mm. that has now – so uh, already people have started talking about the potential. They're like, okay – don't forget about um, domestic violent, be at home. domestically violent relationships and stuff like that. Because some people that um, their job or their school or whatever was a refuge from the violence at home are now like shacked up at home and stuck there. Yesterday, somebody that I've been aware of that has been in a domestic violent situation for a number of years that has been going through because it is the a horrible cycle loop. and it's very it it is complicated and messy and tricky it's simpler from the outside but everything you can't force them out of it so they they would leave this person they would end up going back they would leave this person they'd end up going back they'd refuge with these people they'd end up going back they'd refuge with those people they'd end up going back and the people that they'd refuged with would become very distraught and upset because they were like man we were doing so well they were doing so well um you know i'm heartbroken i've spent so much like time helping this person out and I feel totally heartbroken that they've just gone back into that situation. Anyway, yesterday they reached out and asked for help from someone within their family uh, within their family circle who, like, sometimes these situations there'll be, like, a particular family member, whether it be, like, a brother or, or, or their father or whatever, that they just don't tell or ask for help from. Mm-hmm. Because they know once they once they cross that line and and yeah. allow that person to become part of it involved or to know about what's going on for them, they're like, there's no way back. if my dad finds out or my brother or whatever finds out that they're ever going to peacefully allow me to go back into yeah. this situation. Yeah, there's some people that you tell things to that you know that you'd go on to tell them because you need them to hold you where you are. Yeah, so shitty situations, but it's everything's different now and 
in the in the in the in the theme of making the most out of an opportunity there are opportunities here for and i know everybody's been cautious about who they lock down with and whatever and you you know we're supposed to be like segregated and isolated mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but there are some opportunities popping up and i believe the person that i'm speaking about has maybe Put the whether it be the just by accident or not has now taken an opportunity where they might be uh it might be easier for them to separate themselves from the person they were before because we're not meant to be going very far. So, like, if that's you, I feel like there's, there's a way easier for you, to, for you to say that. What's that whole thing? How can you do it? <laughs> this is essentially what you were just saying, but in less words. Go on. They're going to be people in domestically violent situations right now who are going to be bunkered down with people that they shouldn't be bunkered down with because it's a risk to their mental health and physical health. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be making the decision to leave mm -hmm. because being stuck in that position with those people is not safe. And yeah. they're going to be getting into positions where they can't turn back. Yes. And that is important that yeah. they can't turn back because yeah. a lot of people... I, I imagine that there will be a high rate of women being, like like any time, women die a lot in Australia at the hands of their husbands or partners. I suspect that this will be heightened Yeah, because of that. But yeah. Essentially, that's well, what you're saying. The stresses are heightened. The anxiety is heightened. You know, all the tensions are heightened. Yeah. No um, money, no. People have less space. Yeah. 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 Drug problems, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. you, so if if that's you and you're in that situation and you're looking to get out, maybe cluing that time. one person who you just haven't had the balls to let know because you know about what's going say. on. Maybe it's time to shack up with them if you can, because, because it may be the opportunity. If so, what's going on in the external world is like shitty and scary and messed up, but it could be your opportunity to distance yourself from, from someone that. that you struggle to maintain distant. a distance from. Yeah. And that's the thing. People, when you're in these kinds of relationships, I've never been in that kind of severe relationship but have been in that other one that I was in. Mm -hmm. And it was a matter of distance. If you can keep the distance between you, you tend to not go back. So mm -hmm. after him and I broke up, he moved to Queensland? Yeah. Bali? I don't know. He went to Bali first for a few weeks mm -hmm. and then he went and lived interstate. Mm -hmm. Oh, he went to bloody Byron Bay or something to live, right? Right. The distance, even though we were still talking, we were still kind of romantically involved for a little while, the distance made me realise what he was doing and how he was manipulating me into staying and wanting to stay. Mm -hmm. And it also gave me the opportunity to expose myself to other opportunities and people in the environment that I was in that I might not normally have had exposed myself to. Mm -hmm. And so it was the distance... That, that that him going away provided our our relationship to actually separate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the time we, uh, we just, for two years, him and I just played this breakup, argue, breakup, argue. We broke yeah. up. We were together for two years and we broke up every weekend because mm -hmm. he wanted to go out and bang other chicks. Hindsight is so important in a situation like that. You need enough time away from them to find it. Yeah. You need to find, you need to find this, like just this little echo in there. Like you'll find it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how damaged you are that yeah. you will know. Well, because in the what, same way, this is not good for you, me. You know how, like, particularly with relationships, particularly with the relationships that are having issues, that you know, we said it before that, like, it's so much easier to pick it apart and see the obvious issues from the outside mm -hmm. than it is when you're in the situation. Mm -hmm. Which is why you need a decent amount of time 
to think away from that person because then you get an opportunity to look at your situation from the outside in. Yeah. Then you get to be one of those people that sees it as like painstakingly obvious because you're not constantly being reinfected by their charisma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So this is a good opportunity and a really shit one for a lot of people, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's at least three metres away, Ian. Bali. Yeah. Is three metres away from us. Yeah, but we can't get there now. At the least. We can't get there. Yeah. So, yes, people will be either in more violent and scary situations or find themselves being able to remove themselves from that situation. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, it's not a perfect world. It's not a perfect storm. It's going to be – It's a, look, it's an opportunity. Any – any – time even in the even when when the world is totally normal like any there, there is there is no opportune or like you know like just like perfect time to to leave a domestically abusive situ uh, uh, relationship can it's, i just leave a domestic relationship doesn't have to be violent <laughs> did i say violent no did i say abusive you just said dom- i Can't don't know remember. what you said i just said domestic because it's our relationship <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get you. That's rude. Do you get me? That's a bit rude. Shall I do a group card reading? Go on. All right. Let us know. I will. Yeah. But you need to talk amongst this because we've still got 30 minutes. Yeah. 25 minutes. Right on. All right. Okay. So I'll do a group card this reading. This is a group card reading. This is for you to think about this from is us. For. For, for me. Just think about it. To you. Think about it, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Because I noticed that some of you guys actually quite enjoyed the card readings. And if you would like one, uh, put your hand up and I'll give you one. You don't get one. No. You can have yours later. I get one anyway. All right. Here we go. Oh. Here I go. Deep Here cellular I go. Hearing, Here I go. healing. Yeah. Articus energy, physical and emotional healing. This is a good time to do physical and emotional healing today. Right on. All right. Let's have a look. Do a bit of it then. (laughs) Deep cellular healing. Hmm. All right. Your body knows how to heal. Heal is your natural. Healing is your natural state. Physical. It's probably true. Mm -hmm. Physical and emotional disharmony can be a reflection of how the world, inner and outer, has been out of alignment. If you're suffering from a mystery or chronic illness, don't allow yourself to think you've done something wrong. Today, today it's difficult to navigate our health. If this is this card has made its way to you, you're being called to focus on your healing in practical ways. First, prioritize your health. Be kind and tender to your miraculous body. Give to give yourself the grounding and care you need to put your body first, to nourish yourself as you would a newborn baby, to treat yourself with tender care. You may be being called to switch things up with your body or emotional well-being, to call in a team of helpers to support you in navigating any challenges that you may be experiencing emotionally. The Arcturians are a galactic group of beings who have mastered deep cellular healing and emotional healing. They want you to know that it's possible to feel vibrant in your body and well in your skin, to have your cells return to the ever essence and vitality, to have calmness and contentedness, to have soothed, a soothed nervous system and tranquil heart. Mm. Are you laughing just then for a sec? I was just giggling at, at the comments of Simon Lee referring to himself in the <laughs> is it third person. <laughs> Simon Lee says, card reading for Simon Lee? 
card reading for card Simon? Reading for Simon Lee. Oh, look, we got a couple. We'll do one for Greg and Simon. We'll do one for Simon Lee. So, yeah, look, it's never too late to heal, all right? Never too late. Like controlled burn. Start the controlled burn. So remember start in the when, middle. when all the Australian bushfires were happening, and then the um, the dude from New Zealand who I think he was indigenous. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like, we do think- circular burns. So you start a, a, a burn, and, and and then you let the burn go out in a circle, so that the things outside the circle. Blah, 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 blah. So you want to do the same controlled burn for you your, yourself. Yeah. Think about your life and your relationships as a controlled burn. Always. That doesn't mean that you're not going to have anything, not going to be able to reach out and help and anybody And sometimes it'll you. catch on fire real fast and burn really quick and sometimes it'll burn slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you always want to be starting your controlled burn from from you, you know, like I want to be looking after me, looking after me, looking after them, yeah. looking after them, and then I can look after people outside of that. Yeah. But maybe each day starting and this is, from here. There's a saying from this exact same deck. So this is Rebecca Campbell's The Starseed Oracle. One of the things one of her decks says is that in order to heal the world, you first need to heal the individual. Mm-hmm. And I kind of mostly believe that. I think that part of our problem in our, in our societies and in the world and the state that it's in in general is a macrocosm of the individuals on the planet itself. As without, so within. As within, so without. Yeah, and like every single thing that we talk about here almost is the same thing. Start at the centre. Start find, this, find the centre of whatever your problem is, whatever you are, whatever your problem is, whatever your family is. Find mm-hmm. the centre and then work your way out. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes for you, your career, your well, relationships. Well, actually, to keep that analogy going, if you find yourself in a position where you're sitting where you are and you're looking at the things that you're involved in and you can see spot fires starting, you're like, hang on, that's on fire and that's on fire, uh, then then, uh, then you're not burning correctly. Yeah. Because if you were, you wouldn't have spot fires. So if you're starting to feel if you're starting to feel like the fires out there, whether the fire They're be your career or your business or maybe your relationship or things like that, then maybe that's an indication that we haven't been relighting the fire to start from here, from us, to go mm. back outwards. Because if you do if you do, that fire is going to spread. But and you're like, man, like I don't have time to focus on myself. And it's but you are focusing on yourself so that your flame can reach out further. Yeah. 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 And so then it just bleeds into everything else that way. Then yeah. then your your career will if you're if you've got this solid, if that starts catching on fire randomly, you can you can co- cope with that because you've mm. dealt with it here. Well, I yeah? mean, if your if your fire is not starting at the central point as you, and all of a sudden the fire is over there and it's your career, then that career fire is going to start burning and spreading out. And guess what? You're outside the circle, so you're just one of the twigs that's going to be burnt along with it. Mm-hmm. You want to be starting the fire from within the circle, so it doesn't burn you as it spreads out. Yeah, mate. I think we have made that analogy confusing enough. <laughs> Is well, this, this is our podcast, and we'll do what I want. Is on this it. card reading for Simon Lee? This is not for Simon Lee. This is this is, this is for Greg. Card first. reading for Greg. All right, I'm just trying to find the the, the right the right one because it's hard to find in this book. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm, you should almost number your cards. That would make it easier. Oh God, it really would. Mm. You know, it's because I forget what I'm looking for, mm-hmm. and then I have to go back. Dead set. Deep set. No. 
Breath of the Cosmos, no, mate. No, no. Where the heck not is that it? One. Breath of the Cosmos, mate. I found it. All right, Greg, yours. Would have thought it was so hard to look for a page number. <sighs> you wouldn't, Greg. You got Breath of the Cosmos. This is what your soul wants you to know right now. This is what it looks like. My my will to thy will. So stop being such selfish. <laughs> nah. It says micromanaging the universe. So perhaps you're trying to like <laughs> have a wank and look after the kids. Mm. One or the other man, not have a, both. Have a wank, then look after the yeah. kids. Then wash your sheets. Yeah. All right. But it, this is what your card says for what your soul needs to know right now. And then after that, I'll give you how you will action that into your life today. Right. So when we rely on our own will, we're micromanaging the universe and resisting the natural flow of life. We're not trusting the mysterious breath of life. We're rejecting the great cosmic intelligence and relying instead on our personal strength. When we do this, we find ourselves attempting to bend things to our will. We spend our time forcing, pushing and living from a space of trying to. Everyone around us can feel it and the universe can too. You're being called to stop micromanaging the universe and just trust the breath of life, to surrender to the greater will that God, whoever your God is, has for you, to move from my will to thy will. When you surrender to the greater will of life, you begin dancing with the rest of life. When you bow to the great mystery and say, please use me, please show me the way, little by little, you'll find yourself living the most fulfilling, authentic life. When you surrender your personal will, when you relinquish control and release the way you think things should be and surrender to the greater will, you will find you yourself being led and you will begin breathing the breath of life. So... In order to bring that into your life, you need to surrender um, to the extremes of life and fall into my arms, into which is my the card that you got. Arms. So, oh Lord. So that one literally is just surrendering to the universe and to stop micromanaging everything. Just let things go. Sometimes pick your battles, come fuck down. I don't know. But really, like, just surrender into it. We're in a strange time right now. You might as well just lay into it. Like, bend into it. Like, really go with it, all mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. How was that? Stretch it out. Did that help you? If it didn't, <laughs> let me know. If it did, also let me know. Mm-hmm. Now I will do Simon's. Card reading for Simon Lee. So, card reading for Simon Lee. That's how I imagined it in my head, too. Card reading for Simon Lee. Simon Lee. So, I saw Simon. Um, yes. I love these cards. Um, but you can get yourself a deck from any good online bookstore. This is the Starseed Oracle. Blah, 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 blah. Get out of there. Too many beepy beeps. You're putting things in places that I don't want them. Nah. Nah. Nothing new. <laughs> good one, Demo. Ah. Mm. No weird music today. Oh, you're a card reading music? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Simon, for Simon Lee, you got Seas of Mintaka, which is seeing potential and bringing unconsciousness to light. Stop it now. The, so that card is actually about bringing unconscious habits, unconscious thought patterns, unconscious being, ways of being that you might not be aware of up to the surface so that you can deal with them to make that your life a little bit more harmonious. Because pushing our ridiculous, whatever it might be, it could be something small like, I don't like eating peas. Maybe you do. 
You haven't tried them lately. <laughs> Have you maybe, tried them lately? Maybe you do like peas. Maybe you do like huh? peas, Simon Did Lee. You think of that? Huh? Yeah. But huh? like... Um, maybe you do like peas. Your move. Mm. Mm-hmm. Try peas tonight. Maybe you do like peas. <laughs> but yeah. So That's seeing, see the potential in highlighting in yourself the areas where you would like to improve that you've been pushing down for a little bit because it's your opportunity to bring them up and actually deal with some of them. Today is the day. Mm-hmm. So maybe meditate today and see what pops up. Eat your peas. Eat your peas, do a meditation, see what pops up. But in order for you to bring the unconsciousness to light, your action card is Star Brothers, protection, loyalty, safety, and trust. I don't know much about this card, so I'm going to read it out. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to bring your unconscious pains to light, you need to hang out with the Star Brothers there's now ancestors, there's star brothers. All right. So, in order for you to do that, you are more protected than you can imagine. It's safe to open the back of your heart. You're being called to be open to receiving a new level of support now from those in your life and those and from the benevolent beings that you're connected with. Through ancestral patterning, current life trauma, and past life karmic impressions, many of us have become mistrustful and suspicious of loyalty and have blocks when it comes to receiving support. We've learned that we need to go life alone, that that it is not safe to let our guard down and our heart open, that this world isn't a friendly place. The Star Brothers want you to have a new experience of life on Earth. They want you to feel secure deeply secured and safe, even if you're going through a difficult time. They want you to hand over your fears to them, to see them as opportunities to let in more love. They're guiding you to stay open to receiving a greater level of support than you can ever imagine, both in this world and beyond. To call in your team of loyal protectors and supporters, both physically and energetically. They want you to learn to soften through life's up and downs and to learn to open your heart, especially when it wants you to harden. How can you open yourself to receiving more support? So in order for you to... Uh, bring up your unconscious troubles, you might need to ask some people for some support and a bit of help because uh, maybe you've been a bit close to talking outwardly and the such. What are you doing? Nothing. Get out here. Nothing. Yeah, so maybe like you've been hesitant to share because you don't feel safe or perhaps you you don't feel like it's your place to, to outwardly speak of your worries or habits or... You know, sometimes we're hesitant to tell people about our problems because in in a way that's confirming that we have a problem. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we don't tell people our even our good ideas because we we're be worried it's going to, yeah, we don't want to be held accountable for admitting things about ourselves, but admitting things right then and there about yourself doesn't mean you have to deal with it exactly and get it right right now. Mm-hmm. It just means that I've acknowledged that this is a thing that I have and this is something that I need to work on, but I don't think I can do it by myself. Like if I have a phone call to make that I'm not really looking forward to making. Making, and then I'll be all like, anxious and I won't tell you about it. And you'll be like, what's going on? And I'm like, I have to call this person and like tell them this bad news or something. And and then, and I'm trying to like avoid doing it. And then you're like, do just, it. Just do it. Do it now. Just do just it. Do it <laughs> right? No problem. Yeah. And yeah. if I don't tell you, it just bruises. just leave it. Yeah. And you will just avoid it and yeah. it makes you feel worse. Mm. Yeah. And so the same thing can be said for anything internal. So I don't know. There are some things you just can't do on your own. There are just some things that you can't do on your own because you don't, you can't use, you, like we have, well, we all have problems, but from in here, 
you need someone from the outside to show you that there's other options because when you're in here, you can't see the other options. Well, it actually takes two people to think. Yeah. You yeah. need one person. You need one person to put an idea out there and another person to challenge that idea. Yeah, and it, maybe it's a good idea. Mm. You know. Ian said, I eat my peas with honey. I've done so all my life. It makes the peas taste funny, but it keeps them on the knife. Do you really do that, just, Ian? Just eat some other green thing instead if you don't <laughs> like peas. Don't have to eat peas. Just eat some other green vegetable. But do you really eat peas? I hope that helped, Simon Lee. My, my grandma always used to have mint Maybe Simon's peas. really upset now because he hasn't said anything. He's like, oh, my God. He's taking it in. He's taking it He's in. writing notes. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Do you know my secrets? So, how do you? Well, you kind of did help a little bit there, but one like the it's it's one thing to talk about your life metaphorically, but then how do you integrate metaphor into your life? You break it down. Yeah. Yeah. Go break it down. Mm. So, what like what metaphor in particular? Um, like, um, like speaking up, like being more accountable. How do you make start with that? How do you start? You start with a chat. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The discussion, or you write it down first. Uh-huh. I think writing Simon it down. Simon Lee appreciates the the pee advice, <laughs> not the other bits. Yeah. he's like, stop it. I appreciate the peas. Honey I appreciate and peas. the peas. Eat your peas, all right. I want to know how it went. Peas is riced. Peas is riced. Simon says, "When's your next available appointment, Sean?" <laughs> uh- <laughs> it's uh, sounding tense. Um, what was he saying? Oh, like applying metaphor to your life, but like either by like just saying it, just say it, or just face it for a second, write it down, mm. meditate on it, mm-hmm. like see how it feels. Meditate on it and see how it feels on the inside to acknowledge it to yourself. Maybe you'll cry. Maybe you'll feel relief. Maybe you'll... Do you know what also happens? A weird thing happened, and it might not be for everyone because not not everyone's on the same page and not everyone's going to like you and not everyone's going to support you. Mm -mm. But I found in my own experiences and when I am looking upon or taking an interest in other people that when people admit things about themselves that they really would prefer to keep secret, people like them more. I do. Yeah. It makes me makes me feel like I need to hide myself less. Well, that was one of the things that Alan Watts said about Carl Jung. So Alan mm. Watts was 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 good was friends with Carl Jung, mm-hmm. and one of the things that he said about Carl Jung. So Carl Carl, Carl Jung um, probably initiated some of what are still today some of the most modern and accurate depictions of human behavior, human wants, desires, needs, mm-hmm. etc., and whatever. Um, so you go. So you would assume automatically, like, man, if he's figured that much about people, he must be just like the perf- a perfect guy. Mm. But one of the things that Alan Watts really liked about Carl Jung, who was the person who very much was putting out information about this is how you should be. Mm-hmm. I've worked out some things, and if you integrate these things, you might be in a better way. Yeah. Alan Watts really liked Carl Jung because Carl Jung had a humorous way in which he spoke freely about his own shortcomings. Yeah. He spoke freely about the fact and and with an air of humour about the fact that, like, he was a bit of a grumpy old bastard sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, found found the humour in that. Well, that's what people like about me the most, I think, is mm-hmm. my self-deprecating humour. Yeah. But there's, there's a difference. There's a distinction. Because some people are like, 
So I had a, I had a friend who would say things to me like, "I'm fucking heaps immature. Like I've got I got I've got like kids, they're nearly teenagers. Like I haven't changed at all. I'm like totally totally immature. Blah blah blah. I haven't changed at all. No one should let me parent. But he when he says that it's not funny. When he says that he's he's, ba- he's basically honest. going like, "I'm gonna fuck some things up. I might fuck some things up between you and me. But I told you that I'm this kind of person, and therefore, if and when that happens, you've been warned about what I'm like, and I'm no longer responsible for any of the disdain that you may have <laughs> for me. Yes. Whereas. Carl Jung's more like, I'm a bit of a grumpy bastard sometimes. It gets me into trouble. Here's a funny story about how that happened. I'm telling you this funny story because while I make fun at my own expense, I am shining a humorous light which takes some of the edge off of these are things I'm trying to get better at. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's right. And I I think that's the best part is like if you can, you just need to have humor about yourself. Mm. Like, oh. Like our arguments. We do the same thing with our fights. Yeah. We might be really annoyed at each other. Yeah. And then we'll just break it up by pointing out how funny how big, our, how much our being irritation stupid. with each other is. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, the complex thing that we're arguing about isn't so hard because it's not complex anymore. Well, it's the same with singing. If you want to sing better, there, uh, there's an not always, but like in the still singing method, mm-hmm. if you can apply. So if you're struggling with a note that you're trying to hit, if you can apply an air of laughter to your show me. Um, like if you're singing, almost you know how I do soft eyes. Yeah, do you so, so everyone you show soft so eyes. I'm, so this I'm, is the eyes Sean does so at me when he knows I'm grumpy, but he likes me. Lots. I'm I'm talking. This is baseline talking, and then this is talking with a little bit of soft eyes. You can hear that, like I'm smiling through my mouth a little bit, mm. a little bit of humor. I'm using different everyone muscles do in soft the mouth, eyes. and now I'm singing more freely. Yeah. They talked do. Do you always have to smile with soft eyes? Do you have to smile with soft eyes? Yeah. When you do Can you soft, do soft eyes without smiling? Soft eyes is smiling with your eyes. <laughs> it's hard not to smile. It's just, it's connected. I think when I do yeah. soft eyes, it looks like I can't read the screen. When you do soft eyes, it looks like maybe I farted. And you're trying to f- find out where it is. <laughs> Was that you? <laughs> oh, dear. That one smells like dirt. It was one of the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I did you a card reading. Did you? Mm. Hook me up. Hook you up. All right. You always get this card. Card reading for Sean Holton? Card reading for Sean. Uh, You have, your soul wants you to know that you've got the love. You always get this one. I fucking hate that song. You got codependency and boundaries. So Sean always gets codependency and boundary cards. My codependency is, Dimu, can you, can you... Make me feel like a good person. Can you tell mm. me I've done good things? Tell me I'm a good man. Please. Yeah. Yes. Love me, love me, love me. Mm. Love me, love me. I'm far too open-minded about myself and I don't know whether I'm good or bad. Ah! All right, I need It's likely need that you're direction. good because we're all good at heart. Yeah. Do you think that we're all intris- intrinsically good? Do you think we're born good? Do you think that psychopaths are like when they're babies, they're baby psychopaths? Like, is there such a way to tell when a baby's a psychopath? Uh, look, there are a very small minority, mm-hmm. though we have an expansive population, so though small and minority may be large or alarming in collective number. Hmm. 
but there are people who are born just wired up wrong. Yeah, there's bit monkey. Just wired up wrong. Sometimes you see a kid and you're like, yeah, no, nah, that's not going to go well. But again, you could argue that the evil that they may be harboring by accident is to no fault of their own. They didn't choose that wiring. And uh, I'd love to know more about this. Well, there are people, I don't know. I don't know if you can be just born that way. Like it's possible if I can think of it then it's probably possible. Yeah. Um, I don't know how easy that would be to ascertain. But you told stories before about, you know, like people being work, people that work with young children, they're like, this kid. He's going to be a crazy pants. He's got a nice mum. He's got a nice dad. He's just wired up differently. He's going to kill someone. And, and then, then he did. down the track they do. That's right. <laughs> Good old Cherie told me that story. But I also think that it is possible. I, th- I think it is possible to point, again, nothing, nothing, Nothing's impossible, but I think it's possible to poison your own heart to the point where it, it's, it, there's no coming back from that. There are people that have been on death row, you mm. know, when they ask them what their last words are and stuff. Yeah. Like people that have, like, committed lots of, like, violent crime, murder and stuff. Can't remember mm-hmm. the names off the top of my head, but you can read about them. There's no shortage of books about them. There's probably a book out there which is just passages of what people said on death row or whatever. I'm sure you can find <laughs> that, it. That would be an amazing book. But there are people that have been, like, you know, like serial murderers and stuff that have been on death row that have been in such a state, whether it was born mm. or whether it was developed over time, where they have poisoned their heart so much that... Even in the face of waiting to be, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, um, like capital punishment. What's that thing called? Were killed. Killed. <laughs> murdered. Um, uh, their last words are, you better hurry up and fucking kill me. Before because, I kill everyone in this room. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You're stuck on that like, chair, you, you idiot. But, but to the point where some of them are almost asking, they're like, please kill me. I can't stop this. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Would you like to know how you need to um, sort your codependency and boundary problem out? Yeah, hook it up. Um, it's time to integrate all the things that you've been learning. Yeah. About codependency. All the skills. About how you need to let your wife go, mm-hmm. that you don't have to look after her quite so much, but you still need to feed her and pat her on the head every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit of, I think... A bit of a key to your codependency issue is that you need to burn on the inside a little bit more. Yeah. 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 I wake up and I start working on things out there. Yeah. In here. Self-worth. Sort that out. In there. Start the burn. Ian, stop link bombing the chat. If you want to share a link, we have a page. The uh, Demunity. Because we can't click on it there. We can't really. Uh, and um, and then we forget. And then I'm going to overlook this later. But if you want to share anything with us, we have this page up here. Is it this one? No, Ooh, is sorry, it this that's one? Me. Yes, we have a Demunity. Join our Demunity. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Hey Demu. That is a space where it is just our Demunity. Demu, Demu Share whatever people. you want in there. Share whatever you want us to see in there. We will definitely see it. And if there's anything in there, uh, anything you want to share in there that you would like the rest of the community to see, that is the best best place to do it. Um, don't uh, please refrain from sharing links in the chat because we um, can't they'll click get them. overlooked. Yeah, we can't click them. Yeah, man. So, Ian, could you please go share that last link in there because that looks interesting. Yes. My co-meditations, please. Mm. Mm-hmm. Go share that. Yeah. And your other ones. Yeah. 
because I don't go back and check. So yes, it'd be good if we could actually and it's see. It's also them. good etiquette. Please don't share a link in the community like every ten minutes. <laughs> you know, like if you've got a hundred links, you're like, I really want the, I really, really need the community to see these hundred links. Space it out over a couple of weeks. Maybe like one a day yeah. for a hundred days, mm. you know, something like that. Yeah. Anything appropriate can go in there. Look, I'm not fussy. I'll post things in there from time to time as I do. Mm-hmm. I think we're almost finished. Oh my God, we're finished. It's done, man. Oh, I went fu- Have you seen? It's over, bro. Have you seen this sweat marks? Oh my god! I don't know what. Maybe I've What's got corona. I'm sweaty. You filth! It's messed up. Mm. Look, can you, I've just sat here. I'm gonna have to add that singlet to my private collection. <sighs> it feels uncomfortable. Mm. This is what I mean when I'm like perimenopausal. Have you this been isn't juicing? normal. You juicing? <sighs> maybe I have a temperature because I feel cold. I might have to get those codependency things sorted out. Right up. Before I... Uh, before you leave this mortal coil. Ugh. Could be leaving. I don't want to joke about that. That's not funny. It's not funny. I you would like be such joke. a baby if I got sick. I'd be fucked. The whole community would have to be my wife from now on. <laughs> Who gets from to keep on. Sean? Yeah. Yeah. Shree and instead Simon of, are the closest. In, <laughs> instead of them being like, have you pushed record? They'll be like messaging each other going like, has anybody woken Sean up today? Yeah. Sean's still in bed. Mm. Someone go around there and knock on his door. Yeah. Neeks isn't there. So He's not okay. <laughs> You'd be all right if I died. I'd figure it out. You would be so sad. Oh, man. Sadder than me. I don't know. Nah, I'd be pretty sad. Be- I'd be so hungry. I'd be skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have... I'd be skinny. There'd be no muesli bars in the house. No, not even one. And the podcast would be just me on my phone because I can't set this up. I have really yeah. good lights. I'll have really good lights. My mic will be here, but I can't plug it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, have you pushed record? You'll be like, don't know how. I don't need to because I'm not using the laptop. Don't know how to do it. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, Demus. Thanks, Simon and Cherie for our setup. Yes. And if you need toilet paper or anything, let me know because I'll drop it at your door. And if you want to do us the biggest favour of wherever you're listening to this, please make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you've left us a like. All of oh. these things are free to do and they help us out a lot. There's one more thing I would like to ask of you all. What's after that? this, after we hang up, please go over to the Hey Demu Facebook page and leave a review. Oh yeah, Hey Demu. What Facebook. you like about it, how good it is, what you've learnt. Facebook.com forward slash Hey, I want 2,000 words by the end of the day. Shit. It's a lot. All right. I don't want to read all that. Me neither. Don't do that. Don't say Just that. do like 150 words. Someone will do it. All right. Take care of yourselves. We will not be here for the next two days. It's the weekend. And even though the world has grinded to a halt, we're still going to have a weekend. You have a weekend too. Where else have you got to be? Have a weekend. Have a weekend. Differentiate. Set set the days apart somehow. Mm. Yes. And we'll see you on Monday. We will still keep numbering the days. Hopefully my pits won't be so wet. Or maybe, hopefully they will. Alright. See you guys later. See you in the next one. Don't be a jerk. Or do, of course, as usual. It's up to you. 